Check one, two. You got me? Yep. One, one, one. one. Yep. Three, two, one. Friday night, Betfair Edge with Miles Fitzner and Tom Haylock. Play your way on the Soccer World Cup with Betfair and back the Aussies. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Hello and welcome to the Friday night Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner with you. Thanks to Betfair. Head to Betfair for live markets on the Soccer World Cup and back or lay bet. Gamble responsibly. Who better to join me and joins me in studio in Adelaide? Well, you are... You just travel everywhere. You've been in Perth. You've been back in Melbourne. You've been in Adelaide. And Tom Haylock from Betfair. Hello, Tommy. Hello, mate. No wonder why I'm tired. Yeah, it's been a big few months. Don't talk to me about being tired. Oh, here he is. Sure things are out early. Don't talk to me about being tired. The world's busiest man's in the house. Yeah, Um, correct. (laughs) You didn't look too busy at the back of the members yesterday. No, I wasn't too busy at the back of the... (laughs) (laughs) You look like you're having a good time, but great to be here, mate. How good's the LA test? It's good. And uh, didn't the Adelaide faithful turn it on? They've just made WA look silly once again. Shout out to you, Goz, uh, and Scotty, and all the team over there in 26, WA. 26,000? 26, I'm hearing. So yep. that's half of what they... And that's on a Thursday in Adelaide. What did they get? Day one Perth on a Wednesday? We put it in the labia in the fact that they had, don't start testing on a Wednesday. 40, they had 40 for the entire test. We've got 26 in a day. Well done, Adelaide. The crowd turned up, and uh, Travis Head, he's an early back, because uh, great knock for him. He's a Home star. Crowd. He's, a, he's flying, and um, yes, it's great to see him make 100 in front of his home crowd. It was good. I, I saw a few balls. Did you? Did you actually see a few balls? <laughs> I did. Yeah. I watched good. Dave Warner get out. We'll get to that a bit later. Yes, yes. Um, no, it was brilliant. I love the Adelaide Oval Test. It could do with a couple of degrees warmer. It got it, cold late, it didn't it? It does get cold late with the wind kicking up at the back, but uh, Friday yeah. night, Saturday so, night, the, Saturday night, tomorrow you're, night. Well, you're out the back. Oh, I popped yeah. out the back. Just to say, just to got say hello out, to you. Got cold out the back. <laughs> say hello just to me. Just to say hello to you, mate. You wheeling and dealing. You carrying a Sharpie your afternoon, you were? A Sharpie? Signing autographs? You unbelievable. <laughs> Look, may have been a couple of selfies. <laughs> <laughs> Early yeah, lay They weren't people from Adelaide, I can tell you that much. I can, <laughs> I can tell you that much. Speaking of the lay bin, um, do you want to quickly touch on some highlights from last weekend? What happened last weekend? I've got I, no idea. Amelia's Jewel. Oh, how Cascadian good. was fantastic. No, 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 just Amelia's Jewel, full stop. That, she's one of the best three-year-olds in the country. She's not a superstar of – she's not in the top ten horses in the country. Well, people are saying she could win anything. Like, well, I, I put this just last on. Sunday on the uh, lay-bin where you, you put the fact that the, the takes and the hot takes after her win were huge lay-bins. Just settle down. Yeah, she's did. not the best horse in the country. She's still got to beat Zaki. She's still got to do it again. Um, but that was a that was a big one. Speaking of, well, do you want to just get the highlights or not? Okay, well, right. do we have many highlights? No, Omgawa, that was good. Yeah, Valana, you gave me, and Omgawa we tipped as well, which was nice um, at eleven. So handy. Or, 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 I haven't mentioned if they've if they've missed if anyone's missed it. My highlight was that I had two horses running in the same race. Yeah, this is good. Tell this story again. They dead heated. They dead heated right? for third. <laughs> so unbelievable. They've, they've de- so I've had two in the one race. They've dead-heated for third, and then wait for it. They protest. Munster protests against just chipping away, and then the protest gets upheld. So I finished third, third and fourth after having two in the that one race at dead-heat for third. I, I, I just can't. What are the odds of that happening? I, I've, I've heard of trainers having a dead-heat in a race, to, and that's to win. But I, as I don't think the likes of Bob Peters and all of those would have had dead-heats before. And they'd have before. Hun- <laughs> I've got two or three running around, (laughs) and they're in the same race in dead heat. (laughs) Let's get straight into this.
It's going to be a good addition of the labing, thanks to Betfair. I'm coming in hot here. Are you? Yeah, I'm coming in hot. You beauty, go first. Do you want me to bin? I'm going to bin an Australian great. I'm going to bin an Australian great. I know where this is going. I heard whispers about this. Yeah, look, I've... uh, Talk to me. I might have missed the mark with something during the week. (laughs) Yes. So I've been doing essay breaking. I've got, I've got this in my notes here to ask you about it. I might have missed the mark here during the week. Now, I... (laughs) (laughs) I... uh, I've had an Australian great on the... I've been doing essay brekkie with Bryce Gibbs. If you haven't been tuning in, um, we've got another week next week, the essay uh, summer breakfast. Don't stop tuning in when you're not on. It just might not be as entertaining. We uh, thought we'd have Keeper Day. So Alex Carey, Peter Malinowskis, the Keeper of South Australia, the Premier, <laughs> and Ian Healy. Now, yep. I love Hills. He's, he was a childhood hero, Ian he? Healy. Were you a keeper? I tried to be a keeper early, um, and then I thought, I'm not good enough at that, so I've got to work on my bowling. <laughs> Childhood hero. Uh, didn't turn out so well. I've had, I've had a few chats to Hills before. Have you? But so it's the anniversary of with the West Indies winning the Test match. Now uh, the West Indies won by one run. McDermott gets done. Now Hills made a pair, right? And I thought I'd just bring up in the conversation and say to Hills, Hills, surely this gets a bit of a run at a few sporties nights and you know something, things like Ooh. that. And he just said no. And I. I <laughs> I stopped. I propped. I thought, you know what? We'll just see whether or not it's because it's early. It's quarter past six. Then I proceeded to play the audio of him getting the pair. And that didn't seem oh. to go any any better. Oh. And then he told me that, he said, why would we celebrate losing for my our country, he said. And I went, oh, I've really missed the mark there. So rather than laying myself for missing the mark, I'm laying in Healy. For As 30 years, move on. Get over it. Come on, Hills. Everyone's Hills. made a duck. Come on. Everyone's made a pair. We've all made them. I was making light of it. We could have had a laugh. <laughs> so, Hills, get in the bin. Jeepers. Jeepers. Don't you dare send that anywhere. I apologise, Dad. Oh, mate, I love him. I love him. But it was early, and look, I've missed the mark. <laughs> oh. He was. I just wanted to have a bit of a laugh, and we we're talking about the others, and I think I might have just missed it. It's the most uncomfortable I felt in my three years in radio. Jeepers. Really? The most uncomfortable? I think he'll find that bit. Well, I hope he finds that one funny. Because if if he doesn't, I've doubled down and then now I'm in big trouble. (laughs) Good luck luck getting it back on. (laughs) I don't think he'll be coming on breakfast next week. He was generous with his time, I will say that. He's a good fella, but it was... Just not with his responses. Well, I just missed the mark. I missed it, but I'd... You never take responsibility yourself, do you? No, no. No, you blame that's, others. That's right. That's right. You got anything else? Oh, uh, yeah, well, there's a few things, like a few things here at the... I lay people that, that thought it was just cricket in general where the crowd were going to turn out. It's not. The cricket comes to Adelaide. This is the cultural home, home ground of cricket in Australia. Now, the Boxing Day Test, no doubt, is is the quintessential test match. But the players, when they look at summer... They want to play here. And so anyone that thought that it was just a uh, it was a whole Cricket Australia thing in regards to the crowds, it's uh, it's where you're located so they can get in the bin because uh, Adelaide <laughs> turned it on yesterday. So do you guys in WA, Tim Gossage. Jeez, I'm on a march today. Jeez, Scotty angry. Cummings. Did you have a big night last night? You all, angry? Of them, all of them over there, you're all in the bin because uh, we mate? turned it on and you didn't. You tired? Nah. No, you're just – you're right. Um, yeah, the crowd was good. I thought it was very, very quiet comparatively to some other test matches. But Thursday, West Indies, lunchtime, the, the crowd filled up late in the day, which was great. Um, 
Saturday is going to be enormous. 35 degrees in Adelaide. Day-night tests. No work. That's really it's, hot, though. That's going to be a hot 35. People wearing shorts at the cricket when what? it's 21 degrees. Lay bin. Day-night test. It gets very cold. You've got to be smarter than that. You've got to, lay the, you've got to wear the pants Yeah, the, out the back there, especially in the members. Um, LBW Reviews. Now, I want to put this in the lay bin. It's something I've been keen to talk about for a long time, but I haven't actually expressed my thoughts on this. The process of the reviews in LBs does my lid in every time, Miles. Now, we go through the foes process of Snicko and Hotspot and all that. If the ball's not hitting the stumps, why bother? I don't want. Don't waste a minute of my life or the cricket to see whether the batsman's hit it if it's not going to. It's not going to hit the stumps anyway. Do it the other way. Show the ball tracker first, and then work out if he's hit it. If it's not hitting the stumps, we don't even care if it's hit the bat. I agree, but also on the back of that is sometimes. The, the, the public want to see whether or not it was going to hit the stuff. So then show the public for the, the replay. You know how now they're only showing, if it's missing the first bit, they're not showing the rest of the replay? Yes. Well, people still want to know as to whether or not. Correct. Right. So then show so them the rest. If it's pitched outside leg, keep going. Yeah, we want to see anyway. We want to see if it was going to hit anyway. 100%. But I know why they do it, probably to build it up. So if that doesn't hit the bat and it's just, just pad first, they go on and, and draw the crowd. But. No, just just get it through. It's like the AFL review system. Get it done. We want it over and done with. If it's not in the stumps, move on. We don't need to see if he hit it. Yeah. Now, England cricket team, they're in the lay bin. Oi! Because I'm almost liking them. Oh, no. It's disgusting. Shut up, mate. I almost like the English cricket team. Almost like Brendan McCullum. Well, nothing against Brendan McCullum, obviously, but gee, they're good. They're good. They're taking the game to a new level. They declared. They won the match. The pitch Unbelievable. Was a the pitch was a road, mate. The betting, most runs ever in a Pakistan test match, and it was a result. Now, that tells you something. It's a road. It tells you something about the pitch. Well, England's still good enough to bowl them out in the last innings. What That de- declaration, betfair.com.au, the odds, the fluctuations of the market, unbelievable. We're in the lay bin here. We're not in the odds section. Well, laying England. I could talk to you about the cricket if you want to be later. We could talk about it, the cricket. All right, we could talk about England. They're they're likeable, and I don't like it. You got anything else? I've got a few more. Go for it, mate. Harry and Megan. Documentary. (laughs) Could get absolutely (laughs) in the sea. Like, grab your boat, no oars, straight out to sea. (laughs) Get in the ocean. They want, oh. They're leaving for too much paparazzi scrutiny, too much limelight. They just want to go and live a private life. No, nope, we're going to re- release a book. I'm going to do a podcast. I'm going to do a $100 million Netflix tell-all. I'm going to go on Oprah. You absolute dead set hypocrites. <laughs> you are Muppets. You are, ab- like, they're psychotic. They are oh. peanuts of the highest order. Get oh. in the absolute You're bin. You're fired up. I like this. Bin, mate. Harry and Megan. We're seeing some of it on the TV right now. Honestly, I'm not. I'm not even. Not even moderately in the slightest bit interested hearing you guys whinge about the trials and tribulations of your life. How many you times they, can they do a tell-all? Oh, they <laughs> they don't know. They they don't know what doing it tough is like. Oh, so don't tough, don't lecture. In the words of Ricky Gervais, you're in no position to lecture the public. Not fair. At all. You of all people would know what it's like to be a celebrity. Yeah, you're a... <laughs> God, you're a dead set vlog. I'm, I'm, I'll resonate with you. What, have you got something else? No, to do? no. What else did you... Thanks, <laughs> thanks for me doing all the prep for the show once more. Hang on a second. The last three you just weeks... You the bills. The last three weeks, you have had no lay-bins and you just fed off me and you've just been sporadically uh, throughout the show just coming up with ideas and feeding off You just pay the bills me. here. This is radio craft, You boss. just pay the... Oh, <laughs> you just pay the bills here. You just pay the bills. That's all we need, mate. Bring the heat. That's why you have a uh, job. You Uber, dri- me. Uber drivers, 
Uber drivers that decide to drive at 45 kilometres an hour and just miss every light. Oh, just get in, <laughs> when you really want it. You're getting in an Uber because you want to get somewhere and you want to get somewhere in a hurry, right? So purposefully, I think they slow it up on purpose. I don't know if they get more money. Uber drivers, that they decide to go in the right lane and get stuck behind cars turning right. Cancelling 45 times. Oh, just... Cancelling Ubers. Like, and not knowing where to go, just trying to follow the map at 45 k's an hour. Know where you're driving. Uber drivers that don't know where they're going and drive at 45 k's. They should get be in the lab in the bin. Bin. Where'd you end up last night? Just straight home after the cricket? Straight, of course I was. Behave, boy. Well done. I had to prep. Yeah, you've done well. Come in hot with the lay-bins. This is good. Yeah. I'll, I'll have a few more throughout the show. Oh, we've, we've decided to do that. And then, yeah, to go in. <laughs> so a few more coming throughout the show. We're going to jump to our first break. Play your way on the Perth Summer Racing Carnival with back and lay bets at betfair.com.au. As always, gamble responsibly. I want to talk about uh, Perth, how it was with Terence Von Leighton over there. We haven't told too many stories. Nah, not too many. We had Terry on this show last week, but now that he's not on, I want to, I want to hear. So... <laughs> Let's go to a break. We'll be back right after this. Friday night, Betfair Edge with Miles Fitzner and Tom Haylock. Play your way on the Perth Summer Racing Carnival with back and lay bets at betfair.com.au. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the Friday night Betfair Edge. All thanks to Betfair, of course. Head to Betfair for live markets on the Soccer World Cup. We're going to get to that shortly. Back and or lay bet. Few of ours still alive that we suggested as we're gambling responsibly. One 858 We suggested on this show to take a few at overs. One of them was England, the other one were the Netherlands, and so those I'm probably looking to lay out now. I would have thought, but we'll get to that in a minute. You know how I said I want to um, do like, some sporadic lay-ins. Yeah, so we've we been, do the. We've been brainstorming in the ad break. We do the. Yeah, off now, right? Labin again. Yes, good. This is some, this was my main one at the top I of the like list. Angry and I, Miles. And this I got I got sidetracked. Dave Warner, get in the bin. This, so <laughs> just, I, this pot in Cricket Australia. I here. understand. No, I'm not. This is a whole point. Ian Healy, now, no, well, well, a lot of these, the big guys and the big journos. Like Richie Benno soon. Even Jared's got an opinion on it. They're all saying this is really poorly handled by Cricket Australia and that, that essentially, you know, this ban's gone on long enough and then the changing of the decision. Now, Warner's withdrawn because Cricket Australia have essentially said... We want you to tell the story. And they want him to tell the story because no one has. But don't come out. Don't come out and go, oh, you'll hear the truth soon enough and wait till you find out. We're not 15-year-old kids gossiping at recess over who kissed who behind the shelter shed, right? You can't go, oh, wait for the truth to come out. Tell the truth. Ah, sign him up for a book deal. Oh, well, they're all going to wait and they're all going to look for personal gain out of it. They will. The reason why you won't come out and tell the truth is because they're going to hold up. It's either like for two reasons. One is because it makes him look bad, and that's why he said he's going to have a public lynching, which everyone expects. Or two, they're going to try and make money out of it. But either way, the Australian public don't know what you blokes did. They want to know what you blokes did so they can put this whole thing to bed, but this dribs and drabs, absolute tripe crap that keeps coming out, of going on and on and on, <laughs> wait till you hear what we have to say, then say it. Where do you... Say it. Just tell the bloody truth. Get off the fence a minute. Where do you stand I'm here? not on the fence. <laughs> the fence is gone. But I'm sick of it popping up all the time. Do you... I don't even care anymore. Do you hear Steve honest. Smith talking about it? Oh. No. I don't... Do you even care? I don't even care. I'm over it. It was years ago. Yeah, but 
if it comes out and they want to talk about it, the whole point is no one knows. No one cares. It's a, They've well, been punished, surely. Yeah, so then tell what tell then what I happened? Agree. I agree. What happened? Who was responsible? Who knew? Who said grab the sandpaper? Who told him to do it? I think we so all know. Are you putting Warner or are you putting Warner's manager in the lay-in? I don't know, but these prepared statements are not before a test and all this. Absolute get in the sea. Play cricket. It is bizarre. Either speak. And play cricket or shut up and play cricket, but don't whinge about that you, you know, oh, it'll all come out later and blah, 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 blah. Like, give us an absolute Jack Mandel. Also, can I, on the back of that. Oh, hang on, you got another lay bin? Sure. Right, yeah. On the, <laughs> the cricketers of yesteryear, like very re- recently retired cricketers, that are coming on radio channels like SEN saying, I don't understand why the cricketers, Australian cricketers aren't very well liked in the public. Come on. We know why. There's a lot of lot of reasons why they. We know why, don't we? I like I like them most of them. I, I like some of them, um, but yeah, there's a lot of reasons why the Australian cricket team isn't as liked as they once were. You go back to the Ponting days. Oh, or, heroes! Like they were heroes, and we might be showing our age a little bit, but the public aren't resonating with the current Australian cricket team. This Langer deal, all that. Um, yeah, it's even the Tim Payne stuff. Yes, poorly handled. Something yep. that happened years before, and yep. he gets lynched like a crook. Yep. Yep, and he's a likable guy. Likable guy, yeah. lovely guy. Yeah, so you know, I, I tell you what, the people that don't want to throw stones, there's not one person on the planet that doesn't have a skeleton. I can give you, you a red hot tip. Do you think Australia have very much tall poppy syndrome? Oh, massive. Australia, and it, it annoys me. But um, yeah, anyway, that's a little lay bin for me just to get that off my chest. But anything else? Are we good? Yeah, well, well they're going to they're pop up. They're going to pop up. Jeez, oh, I've got some. Pent up rage. Oh, I love <laughs> you do. I'm loving this. But just, oh, that, it's just, and then, sorry, hang on, hang on, <laughs> hang, hang on. We got to We have to. We have to. Just one more. Candace Warner. No one wants to hear from you. <laughs> no one wants to hear from you. Your opinion's irrelevant. Um, <laughs> stop. Stop. Pin. Jeez, stop sorry. putting everyone. No You're one gonna cares. Come up one day. We haven't put each other in the lay bid for the first time in about. 18 episodes. Well, you've had a crack at it earlier about stuck out the back of the members. We have it at the lame end. Um, do you want to talk some FIFA World Cup? Yeah, please. Get me talk? off. I'm about to lose my job here. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to come and interview with Miles after this. He's potted everyone. Well, um, I think, that, I think, I think, well, actually, I'm not sure, but I think most people will feel me. Just, oh, shush, most people will resonate with you, mate. Shush. Don't worry about that. Um, Brazil, total of 70 favourites at the moment for the FIFA World Cup. They've shortened, they've continued to shorten, they shortened pre tournament. You want to say something? I don't, well, I wanted a lot of people have texted me. They've taken corporate offers on Brazil, right? Yes. And they're being offered cash outs. Yes. Just go and lay them out on the fair. $2.72. So you can um, lay them for a $200 stake for $344 liability, and you'll make $656 either way. Correct. So, or you know, 200 if, so if it's for your 1000 you or something that like easy. that, go and lay them for a couple of hundred. Lay them for a couple of hundred, so you win 200 out of it, irrespective, and then you'll win if they uh, if they lose their liability is 344 but you'll win your $1,000 if you've had... If you're taking 10 out of 100. So yep. it's pretty easy maths. Um, $2.72 to lay Brazil there. Pink button on betfair.com. Did you reach out if you need any help there? France, $5.90. You can lay them at $6. Portugal, $7.60 to lay. Argentina, $8. England, $7.80. Oh, well, we got the, what was it, they're 26s firming. or they're 7s? Firming. They're firming. Netherlands, 19. They haven't firmed amazingly. But no, they um, haven't. They're, they're playing Argentina. And uh, stats inside, we'll get to that in a minute, uh, that match. They're $19. Morocco, Croatia, write your own price, $55. And sixty-five dollars. Some huge matches coming up, mate. England, France, going to be an absolute belter Sunday. You're going to 
get up at 5.30 and watch that? No. No, neither. But I'll talk about it. Um, <laughs> what are you doing Sunday? I'll talk about it. I'm watching it. Where are you Sunday? Uh, I'm away. Oh, very secretive. Thanks for... That. <laughs> Not joining me on the show Sunday morning, so I've canned it. If you're not doing it, I'm not doing I'm, it. I've got, Mon- I've, I've got Monday breakfast, Monday afternoon trackside. Then I've got breakfast all week. I've got it's not uh, work. This isn't work. You and I. I've got big. Ba- I've got big bash on Wednesday night, so I've got late nights and early finishes. You'll be sleeping in big bash. That's Wednesday night. I'll, be, I'll just come straight from the big bash straight into the studio. Love that. I love that a lot. Okay, so Croatia Brazil. We're getting off track here. Croatia, seven ten dollars at the moment on betfair.com.au. The draw, $5.30. Brazil, $1.39. Stats Insider on the hub, betfair.com.au forward slash hub. Stats Insider like the draw there. They've got the draw rated $4.84 according to their model. So a bit of value in the draw at $5.30 there if you're looking for some value. Netherlands-Argentina, 5.30 on Saturday as well. Netherlands, $3.38. They're the value according to Stats Insider. So they're $3.80. The the Stats Insider model's got them rated $3.38. So they're big fans of the Netherlands. They think that's the bet there. So take the Netherlands against Argentina there. Morocco versus Portugal. Morocco are, what are they currently, Miles? $6.20. The draw three eighty and Portugal a dollar seventy one. Not a huge edge, but we're taking the outsiders potentially Morocco to cause an upset there. Slight edge in the way of Morocco in that match. And England versus France. What a match this is. England two three ten. France two dollars sixty. The draw three thirty five. England are the value according to Stats Insider there. So we'll be backing England, Morocco, Netherlands, and the draw. Beautiful. What about the cricket? Can we get some cricket odds? Oh, we can get some cricket odds, mate. Australia dollar fifteen, West Indies. Well, I'm just going to take a guess. Ten bucks. Uh, they're a lot much longer than that. Much longer than 20 that. Twenty bucks. Yeah. So, um, I'll just get it up. But what will? What? <laughs> oh, jeez, <laughs> oh, Miles. Come on, mate. Um, oh wow. <laughs> Yeah, the draws seven dollars twenty. Interesting throughout the day on day one, the draw was fluctuating between five dollars and seven twenty. Kawaja was on about forty nine for about an hour, and the draw just continued to drift amazingly. So really interesting betting there, but it's all because of West Indies. They've drifted all the way out to sixty five dollars miles. It's hard to see them winning from here. What are they? Sixty five dollars. That's overs. That's overs. In the words of Mickey Grantham, that's overs. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it is overs. It's overs. I don't know. How could they possibly win? I don't know. <laughs> Obviously, I'm just thinking about whether pre- or not they could get into show, by the way, sixty-five so. to forty bucks or something. That could be. I don't know whether they could get to forties. Here's one for you. We're laying the draw. What is it? In Pakistan, England. Okay. Again. Yeah. If it, it wasn't a draw, last test. What price is it? Three dollars twenty. The draw laid at three. That's overs. That's overs. Yeah, that's overs. Mickey, it certainly is. <laughs> What's well, actually unders? Because uh, we're laying it. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> it's value. I just we're wanted la- to. I just wanted to play the, the grab. Yeah. We laid the draw there. Pakistan, England. Um, now that series, that first match, um, unbelievable. We talked about this first segment, but the betting there. So England declared when they were a dollar fourteen to win, and they declared, and they went straight from a dollar fourteen out to the rank outsiders on their declaration. So they went from a dollar fourteen to three dollars eighty when they declared. So they went basically they couldn't lose to outsiders in the match. Unbelievable. I got one. Hang on. Uh, people saying, Labin. People saying that this would be good. That the Ben Stokes captaincy in that test is the greatest captaincy by any test captain ever. Oh, the hot takes. Get in the bin. Going back to last that, week. Now, now the, the few of those decisions. Yes, it was an aggressive declaration, but Graham Smith did that sort of stuff for fun. He used to. Um, NASA is saying was, um, have you seen bad sport on Netflix? Yeah. 
Yeah, that yeah was, the hands of Cronje. Yeah, the de- declaration there. That was brilliant. Yeah. Good watching. Um, but anyway, people saying that Ben Stokes' best captaincy ever. I, I mean, those decisions were p- pretty straightforward, I thought, in that test. Mm. Right. Now, do you want to – we'll break. When we come back, rather than just doing a card of the week, we've got good racing at Ramwick. We've got good racing at Ascot, and then I want to touch on a few at Sandown and Morpheville. So we'll mix our sort of cards of the week. We've got a bit of everything. We've got a bit of around the grounds, a bit of Ramwick. A little little bit bit of of column A, a little bit of column B. Love it. Uh, Break time. Play your way on the Perth Summer Racing Carnival with back and lay bets at Betfair. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock. Friday night, Betfair Edge. We'll be back straight after this. Friday night, Betfair Edge with Miles Fitzner and Tom Haylock. Play your way on the Soccer World Cup with Betfair. And back the Aussies. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Well, welcome back to the Friday Night Betfair Edge, or thanks to Betfair, we love them. Pink button, back button, back lay trade, soccer World Cup, per summer racing, Tom Haylock, Miles Fitzner with you. Tommy, it's that time of the show where we normally do a card of the week, but we're going to split it up a little bit. So we're going to start with, we'll go around the grounds a little bit before we start. You, you may want to concentrate on Ramwick and Sandown for you. Yeah, we've got Kensington tonight, not Canterbury tonight, sorry, coming up. We've got a few races. Well, let's start with, we'll start around the grounds then. We'll start with around the grounds. Right, where do you want to start? We're looking around. Well, just, can you go straight to this, to the lay bin, please? I've just got another lay bin. Just... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I just... Right, <laughs> Scratchings. Oh, here we go. Race eight today at Canterbury. Yeah. Tonight, nine, so, nine thirty. Yeah. Nine scratchings. Nine. Nine. Oh, God, oh, God. Hey, I reckon you can send that one. In. That you one can go to off the bench. <laughs> that goes to the lorry files. I reckon. God. 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 Um, nine scratchings. There's only what thirty-seven runners there. Ridiculous. <laughs> so that's in the layman. But uh, race eight. Sorry, race seven. Um, keen on a horse oh, we, first. Oh, we, oh hang on. You've got to, so we're back going around back, the grass. Yeah, right now. So we've got, we got, we got to end these segments where they start. I'm just getting good on these buttons, all right? Oh, Radio Craft. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Canary Race 7, number 8, Asone. Um, I think I'm pronouncing that right. Who knows? She's a nice mare. She's won three from four. She trialed the other day at Warra Farm. was really nice. Fitzy. Did you get on that one I told you at, uh, on Sunday? Rotorua, yes. I told you that. Good. Yep. Good. Uh, thanks for bringing that up tonight in the highlights and the I was, recap. I was with you. I was saving that for Sunday. That was nice. Um, and I'm not on. So. <laughs> <laughs> we that in the so there's one for you tonight, mate. Um, yeah, what's it called again? Esson, race seven. Um, we'll be at the cricket, so don't worry about that. We'll be there. I can tell you about it. Yeah. Race seven, number eight, Esson. Um, you got any around the grounds before I jump to a few others? Yes. Oh, let's go. I'll go to Morfordville first. Um, there's two I want to touch on there. Now, race number three at Morfordville, uh, the one that Mr. B.M. Martin's got a share in, Soule Nuage. Which one? He's got about 100. Yeah, Soule Nuage. Uh, this is the horse that was also nominated to run at Sandown in race number two. They've scratch elected to run here. It's a 2,500-metre benchmark 82, but it's a week 82. Um, the run at Flemington over the 2,800 was pretty good, considering it was 11 links close to White Marlin which is going to be anything. Um, before that, at Geelong, over the 2,400, didn't have the greatest of runs. I think it comes back to Morfordville um, and uh, and gets Barrand back on, one from one with Barrand. So I think 260, there's a bet. And then the best bet's actually going to be at Morfordville. I'll read it out later again. But race eight, 
Number eight, struck by. Love this horse. Lucky night off on Trav Dowdle, 350, 360. Uh, I think if you even take the early price, um, this will shorten a lot. But I think that'll win the Christmas handicap, the Adelaide Galvanising Christmas handicap. Head to betfair.com.au to bet on that or, and or lay it can if we, you don't want to take miles on. Yeah, can we go to Ascot we then? Can do whatever you want. You mate. don't have Ascot stuff, do you? I've had a bit of a look at the feature. Yes. Right, well, let's, I'll work through them. I'll work through a few and just nice and quick yep, for the go team. For it, mate. Race four, number nine, Rare Encounter. Uh, Pike Durant, um, I think. Uh, that last one at Belmont um, in behind Queen Alina and Dad's Big Headed uh, on the 20th of November. I think it's had a break between runs. I think if it can stay close enough, it draws inside, draws uh, close enough here. I think where it can just take a nice sit, go back up inside them and win. $4.60 roughly for Rare Encounter. Race number five, one of my favourite horses, this Capital Flight. Barely missed with it. Put four on the trot last prep. Uh, race five, number two, Capital Flight, I think will be winning there. Race seven... Um, our Safina, another horse that's put three on the trot, Grant Nalana Williams, William Pike, race seven, number three, our Safina. Um, I will be having a nibble at that. I think it's going to be far too good for them. A horse that's just gone through the grades and destroyed them. Now we'll get to the feature, the Towton Cup. What do you like here? Towton Cup, Gold Rush. We've got the Gold Rush, the $1.5 million race. Yeah, well, that's, well, like, this is one of the features, one and the then features. the Gold Rush is yeah, after well, that. Let's talk about the Gold Rush in a minute. Who do you like in the uh, Towton Cup? Well, I think I think you could probably have a little Tommy Two play here, um, and that's Alaskan Gold you have to respect. I think the draw's a little awkward for it in 11, but Pure Devotion... I, what did you make of Pure Devotion last start? Yeah, yeah I, I didn't think it was great, and I think it can respond have here. Have you spoken to Terry since that? Because he was very bullish, I know, and, and I think you've probably got to forgive it. If you're getting five bucks about Pure Devotion, um, I, I don't think Pike... It was look. It was an ordinary sort of run. Um, best work was late. Was running down just too far back. Um, I think uh, goes up a hundred meters. Pike could be a little bit closer and gets a significant amount. Um, like well, gets no weight. Gets fifty four kegs. So um, I think against two of these others that have got a few more kilos, I think that'll be hard. So pure devotion, Alaskan God, two play. Yep, Gold then, Rush. And you get the $1.5 million Group 3 race, the Tepatouch Gold Rush, 1,400 metres. Kementari, Villana, Elite Street, The Astrologist, Stage Man, Red Cam Man, Comfort Me. Great race. Um, really interesting to see Kementari over there. The Villana's had a setback throughout the week with a hoof abscess, so I'm, I'm not sure if it's running yet or not. That's not ideal on a good four. No, well, that's, that's right. On a firm surface, you've got to be a bit concerned about that. Uh, if he feels his hoof, he'll be in trouble, but he obviously won... Very well last start, and the Hunter form should be pretty good for this. Um, maybe Karen Tari can run well here. Tommy, two play for me. Yeah, go on. Elite Street, the three. Yep. Think and hang on, goes third up here. I think Rewilla is fit. You're going to get double figures. And then my old mate, Kiss on all four cheeks, uh, was superb in Gee, huge uh, run last behind Pulele. A massive, absolutely massive. Huge run. Um, five from nine at the trip, Kiss on all four cheeks. Seven from 17 at the track, including five seconds and two thirds. Track and trip. Four starts, two wins, one third. Uh, the jockey where has not has not been unplaced on Kiss on All Four Cheeks, Chrissy Parnham, riding this horse. Uh, so good push, mate. Yeah. So Kiss on All Four Cheeks, you're going to get around 5 or $6. And Elite Street, you're going to get 10 So two play for me. Very good. Very good. Do you want to head to Randwick? Or I haven't got much in Melbourne this week. Well, well then we'll quickly touch on Sandown, and then we'll go to Randwick in a little bit more detail then. How does that sure sound? Sure thing, mate. Let's do um, it. Race, can we go straight to race four? You remember this horse, Arctica. Gilly, Gilly's just walking past. He is running. Right, man. Yeah, I thought 
it, he's on. He's actually running past, so we might be able to get him to. <laughs> he, slow. No, 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 no. no. We just, he heard the interview we'll with it. He heard the interview with Ian Healy. Said, "I'm not having a bar of that." Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's running past very quickly. Race four, number he, ten. Didn't get Gilly for keepers. Not no, he's on Fox. I'll leave no, him alone. When I need enough. him, I ask him and yeah. he's good yeah. like that. All right, sorry, mate, go. Uh, race four, number 10, Arctica. Uh, I was keen last start. Um, I think it can respond here. Mar used to Ethan Brown. Um, I think it draws perfectly in five. Maps will get a nice run here. So Arctica there. Um, I think race five, uh, Detonator Jack and Greenfly are the two. Detonator Jack's $1.85, but gee whiz. I, I, I think you can probably – you can't touch out at $1.85, but geez, put the six and seven together – and they should belt the life out of the rest of these, I would have thought. So they're the two. Just box them up. Six and seven, Detonator Jack and Greenfly. Yep. And then I really didn't have much more towards the end. I thought... Well, can I race six, number eight, Belle Riche goes well. Race six, number eight there. Second up, Michael Freeman, Jordan Childs on board. Um, I'll be having something on that horse off what it did at Ballarat last start, what she did. Drawn very well there, barrier three, mate. So there's one for you. Beautiful. Um, and then you're done at Sandown. I'm pretty well done. Oh, the the um, race number two, race number two, mm-hmm. uh, this Kai Kato with Simon Wilds, uh, Kai Tuku. Yes. That'll yeah, be hard to yep, beat. Yep. That'll be race two, number three, be hard to beat. Race eight, number 10, Wright and Rose. Yes, I've got that on top. For me. And uh, that will do, I think, mate. Yeah. Uh, right, now Ramwick. Let's do it. Let's get to Ramwick, the Ingham, the $2 million Ingham, mate. A, a 1,600 metres, thanks it's, to Beth and, the, and they also get a, a free raw chook. <laughs> yes, correct. That's the, <laughs> did you see this trophy throughout the week? What, what is it, a big chicken? It should have been. It's is not, it? Nah, it's, nah, they've it's a big eye. It's a big eye. It should have been a chicken. They've absolutely, <laughs> they've missed there. Hang on a minute. I, I don't think I'm going to do this. Uh, I'm laying them, missing an opportunity to have a big giant chook as a prop. That would have been brilliant. That would have the Ingham's, the Ingham's chicken. That's what they should have called it. <laughs> they should have. And it was, and in the Cerise, and in the Cerise too. Better name than the Gong. A big pink chook. That would have been a great trophy. I agree. It should have yeah, been the Cerise chook. Come on, um, PVL, lift your game. <laughs> I'm with uh, Tommy three play. No, Tom, mainly a Tommy oh, two oh, play. Here in the we go. Race eight, number one, Huetta. This horse beat Zaki last campaign. Really or good. Huter. Huetta. Righto. I, I pronounce it Huetta. Huter. Um, first up, last campaign, won very well over shorter, ran very well, 1,400 metres. But this looks like an absolute target race for this horse, 1,600 metres. His trial the other day was enormous. He trialled fantastically prior to last campaign as well. We saw what he did there. He went on to win the Doom and Cup, beat Zaki there. He's a very good horse, and I think he can win. Um, I'm saving on Sunshine Rising. Um, I want to win if Sunshine Rising wins as well. He's uh, double figures here. He was three and four wide throughout last start, first up here in Australia, on the back of some really nice trials. He's drawn barrier 23, but 23 is completely different here over the mile at Randwick. If he finds cover, he can run well. He can bounce back. He, he was still really strong through the line, despite adding four wide there, Sunshine Rising. And I tipped the winner on this show as well. I think it was with Sammy Dajran. Um was very nice theirs. I want to save it on Dajran. I want to win if Sunshine Rising wins, but Huerta is the best there. No firm opinion, but I can't let Bartholomew Diaz, who beat Just Folk last start at 54.5 kilos, go around at 30s and 40s. So tiny nibble Bartholomew Diaz, but 
Don't like the race at all. My best of the day, race six. We're going backwards here. Race six to one, Brookspire. This horse is a class mare. She's tried up really, really nicely. Forgive her runs last campaign. She'll win the Magic Millions Phillies and Mares race uh, up on the Gold Coast early January. She ran fourth in last year. I think she's going better than ever this campaign. She can win here if they're here to win. Watch the Betfair market. But her trial the other day at Canterbury was enormous. She'll be pretty hard to beat. Brookspire, I've got one more if you want. Uh, yeah, well, I've got I've got uh, I've got two there in race five and race seven. Or well, facile race yes. five could be a really good horse. Could be a real. I think she's, she's mu- tried up enormous. It's twice. a multi builder facile, isn't it? If you Something if you, if you like, like your shorties that you're multi together, that's one that I'd be having in there. Yep, no, that's fair. So in the English nursery, she's another bet for me for sure. What did you think race seven? I'm with Waihaha Falls here. Yeah, I can make a case of Waihaha Falls for sure. Um, probably got it on top there, race seven number four as well, mate. Yep. Uh, anything else? There at Ramwick, did you have a look at race number three at Ramwick, which is the the Jackingham AO? Do you like Sacrimony second up for the Waller Camp? Or I need to have a, need to have a bit more of a look there, to be honest, mate. It's between the fourteen and the three there in race number three, so um, that's pretty uh, well. I think we've tipped everywhere. We've gone everywhere. Jeez. More tips than a can of asparagus, is our great mate Dan Elliott always says. Let's jump to our final break. On the other side of this, we have got our Friday forecast, our best bets and our lays of the day. This is the Friday Night Betfair Edge. Play your way on the Perth Summer Racing Carnival with back and lay bets from Betfair. As always, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Friday Night Betfair Edge with Miles Fitzner and Tom Haylock. Play your way on the Perth Summer Racing Carnival with back and lay bets at betfair.com.au. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Well, welcome back to the Friday Night Betfair Edge. Head to Betfair for live markets on the Soccer World Cup and back or lay bet gamble responsibly. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock. It's that time of the show, Tommy Boy. We go to our, let's go to our Friday forecast. All righty, Saturday, Sunday, what? What? It's Friday. I love that. It gets, yeah, it gets, it gets me, me up me. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It is. It's Friday, baby. Come right. at me, cricket. Righto. Now, last week... I think I'd sure thing was Aussies whitewashed the series. Uh, I think the most at stake was the Socceroos, and the doomsday scenario was no one at Adelaide Oval. Um, so um, I think that's okay. Let's go to what's your sure thing this week? I've gone out. I, I'm mine are sort of cricket focused. Sure thing. You won't interview Ian Healy in a hurry. That is that is my sure thing. He yeah. won't be coming on to here anytime soon. Speaking to you. Oh. That's yeah. fair, isn't it? Yeah, probably right. <laughs> I love Hills. Yeah, no, he's not. He doesn't love you. Yeah, I know he doesn't like me. <laughs> most at stake for me. I'm going to run this, and then you can do your two. My most at stake, David Warner and Cricket Australia. This whole blow-up, we touched on it earlier. Just settle down, guys. Come on, most at stake. David Warner, he's got to perform with the bat now. Well, if, and... he, if, if I tell you what, if he fails in the next dig, he's, a, he's probably the most out of form. The, the pro- he, but the problem is... There's no one to come in. Wrench, Wren, you know, Renshaw, Hanscom, Hunt are probably the three, aren't they? Yeah, 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 probably. But still, they're not knocking the wall down. Well, they are. Knocking the door down. Making a few tons. Yeah, nah, not, not anyway. Right-o. Warner's still better. And would you just want to go doomsday then and do nah, your you three? No, you really got a doomsday. So, sure thing, that. I'm going to put this out there. Manus will make another 100 in the second innings here at Adelaide Oval. It's true. And that'll put him four on the trot. It's true. There you go. That's big. And the most at stake, Scott Boland. He's got an opportunity to come in. I think it is most at stake because if he comes in here and probably doesn't take a pole or doesn't bowl well, then they might actually... I think they were probably always looking to try to pick him for the MCG. He's a bit of a specialist. But 
if he doesn't bowl well, then someone might knock the door down, like Nisa. So what's he averaging at the MCG, Scotty Bowling? Yeah, it's pretty About good. Two. Yeah, but <laughs> you've got to be able to do it elsewhere. That's the whole point. And a doomsday scenario for me is a drawn Test match from here. If this is a draw at Adelaide after three for three thirty day one, that they're in control now. They can get two cracks at them late um, and knock them over under like just before tea, and then or just before. The end of a session, get 15 minutes at them, then bring them out, make them bat under lights, top order. They'll, I reckon they'll they'll go declare. Like, we're obviously, we're pre-recording this, so you might know by now. They'll declare halfway through the, or just in the latter half of second session tonight, and then, uh, yeah, bowl. Yep. Bowl with a new ball for a few overs, then go to tea, and then bowl, bowl West Indies. So no tonight. doomsday for you? No, most of, I can have another most at stake, Brazil. Pressure's on them now. $2.70 at betfair.com to win the FIFA World Cup. They won't. Don't come home. Don't go home if you don't win it from here, Brazil. Right. What's at stake? Um, let's go to our lay of the day. Um, and I've got to do this. Right. What's your lay of the day? Uh, I don't really have one. Race six, number four at Randwick. Uh, authentic Jewel, I think, is too short. And I, I really like Brooks Buyer. So I'm happy to... Happy to have Brooks Wire Mark favourite, and I, she's not. I just found something that was too short in the 1,000 metres race one at Sandown. They're all debutantes, and something in, in here is a $2.80, Cantalago, race one, number three. I'm just Ooh. happy to take that on, thinking that something else Ooh, might. you're not, are you? Yeah, why? No, 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 no. Oh, you had no. a bit of mail, have you? No, no. Shut up, mate. <laughs> right, now let's go to our best bets, and we don't normally have a best bets thing, do we? But we'll do this. You got to know when the hole. When the no and the folder. Righto, what are your best bets? Brooks Spire, race six at Ramwick, number one. She's going to be very hard to beat. I think Fasol's the other one at uh, Ramwick, race five there. That filly, she's a very nice horse. I'm going to give you the best bets, and we're just oh, going to do them. Mate. We'll start in Victoria. Um, race four, number 10, Arctica. I really like there. You're going to get around four bucks. Morfittville, uh, I mentioned Sule Nawage before, but I'm going to go with Struck by at around the $4 mark again. Race eight, number eight at Morfittville. Then Ascot, I think, race five, number two, Capital Flight at threes. And race seven, number three, Al Safina at 280s. I think they will both go well. And then at Ramwick, race seven, number four, why ha ha falls. So you've got one in each little state. Sorry, Queensland, but it's covered by Chris Nelson. He's a gun. Yeah. Happy with that? Good. I like it, mate. Yes. Well we're, done. We're done. Head to betfair.com, forward slash hub. Plenty going on there. We've got Stats Insider for the World Cup all happening Races continue. You've got million-dollar races in Sydney still going. Hang on, I've got one. I'm laying that pocket I square. Saw you yeah, I'm laying the pocket square. What's the go there? It was just bit in the pocket red, from oh, a function. Red with a bit of a pattern or something. It's just in the pocket from a function. The pocket square you know, to go just to the... Dressed? The pocket square for the back of the... No, it's just in there. I'll probably the take it out, to be honest, Oh, mate. yeah, no, lay I'm in the corporate suite tonight. Oh, so oh yeah, you're in the SEN. Yes. Aren't you? Yes. Oh, I couldn't even get in that. Oh, you could have. You and just you had to t- pay. You were talking about being celebrities and whatnot. <laughs> you're in the SEN suite. You're rich enough, mate. Don't worry oh, about that. Oh, rich enough. What a good horse he was. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Right. That's all we've got time for. Thank you so much for joining us. Don't forget to podcast the show. If you missed all the around the grounds and the tips, go to the SEN app. You can listen live and crystal clear. Just punch in Betfair Edge. It'll all be podcasted as well. Don't forget to have a happy, safe weekend. Go to the Aussies in the cricket and gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Head to Betfair and play your way on the Perth Summer Racing Carnival with back and lay bets at Betfair.